Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back and happy Wednesday. I'm halfway through the week, which is really, really just like, when sometimes you're having a week where you're like, I just want to get to Friday. This week, I was like, I just want to get to Wednesday. So you know how long of a week it is when you're like, I just want to get to the midway point so I can see the horizon um, coming. So that's where I am this week. Um, you know, this is a, a stressful time of year for me um, because with work as it relates to work, because the um, fiscal year ends at the end of the month. And so there's a lot of just kind of chaos around that. And no matter how much I try to organize that chaos, it still is chaos. So work can be um, specifically and particularly stressful at this time of year, just trying to wrap things up and getting prepared for a new uh, new fiscal year. And I think about that as it relates to personal finances, like you don't get that option, right? You don't really get a time to reset. So I, I'm able to, when it comes to work, I'm able to wrap up one year of spending and begin another year of spending with a whole new pot of money that's already been planned out and allocated. So I don't have to really, I have to worry about how much money is available next year, but there is money available, you know, so it's a little bit different. It comes on a whole, you know, the heels of a whole year. So it gives you a long time to prepare. And I know that that's not the same in personal finances, where it's kind of like you get a two week paycheck, you got to plan this two weeks in the next two weeks. And it's a little, it's a little more challenging in that way, particularly when you're trying to plan out, you know, for a lifetime of expenses. So there is a little bit of a difference in that, but it could be very stressful either way. And, you know, sometimes when I talk about personal finances, when I talk about money in general, I have to go back to the basics and the basis of what I um, kind of came up with when starting financial emancipation. And that was the five ways to walk towards financial freedom. And I think not enough um, emphasis can be put on those five ways because it constantly comes up in all situations that um, I interact with people as we discuss money. It constantly, those things, those things constantly come up and they are the things that hold you back from even beginning the journey towards walking to financial emancipation. And I wanted to kind of touch on those things again today because I find that it's almost as if every time there's an example of something I'm dealing with, with, um, as it relates to someone in their personal finances, I can reference back to one of these five things. And so to reiterate those five things, the, the five ways to walk towards your, towards your financial freedom is one, to stop being afraid to talk about money. You know, money is not the enemy. Your attitudes towards money is, is really more so what is holding you back. There's a lot of emotions attached to money, a lot of personal feelings attached to money. And people believe that silence about money, about when they're struggling with money, when they have money, when they don't have money, how much money they make, you know, what they can't afford and what they can't afford. People believe those conversations are really just out of line, out of bounds because they, they tie something emotionally to it that is not real. Money is the most factual thing that you have. It is either there or it is not. You either have it or you don't. It either adds up or it doesn't. This is not even like analysis or a high level math. This is basic arithmetic. A plus B is going to equal C. That's it. So being afraid to talk about money is and not talking about it openly and honestly, it will always be to your detriment. Um, respect the money you have you know like I always say people always want more money they want more money in the future if I just have more if I just had this if I just had that but they are disregarding and disrespecting the money that they have currently if you have not learned to live within the budget you have why would you get more money 
because you don't have any respect for the money you have. You haven't made the money that you have work for you. You're living off of credit. You're living beyond your means and you're doing things because you have no respect or regard for the money you have and you believe you should have more and so you want to live to the more rather than live to the what you have. Honoring your debts is a huge thing. Paying your bills, paying your debts. You cannot, I cannot, I, I cannot overstate that. You have to honor your debts. When you take on a debt, you have to pay it. You have to honor your debt and you more so... And, and, and more importantly, you have to honor your personal debts. When you people lend you money and are generous to you, you have to pay it back. And even if you, I'm talking about when people aren't, when people offer you money in times of need and that person, you may not have to pay back. And it, it's, the, the, the situation comes around again, you have to honor the fact that someone helped you in that situation, however you choose to do that. Uh, number four is to track your money. You know, people think that your money is going to just do this thing in the abyss. And this is when you get into the situations of, overdrafted, overdrawn accounts, and oh, because you're not tracking your money, you're not monitoring it, you're not making sure that it is where it's supposed to be, you're not looking at it, you're just letting it exist in this abyss, in this place, at the bank, as if the bank is going to do anything for you, the bank does nothing for you, but charge you to keep your money, and number five, is decide what you value, and allocate money accordingly, like I always say, people will tell me constantly what they value, security, stability, all these things, and yet they have no savings, you can't tell me you value stability and security and have no savings and not, and not be willing to allocate money to savings. You can't tell me that you value where you live and the sanctity and the safety of your home and you're unwilling to focus your money on being able to pay your rent and pay your bills. You can't tell me that you value all these things and the only thing you spend your money on is party and brunch and shoes. That does not show me that you did, that you value the things you're saying. You know, look at your money, look how you spend it and that is how you will see how what you value and that is the demonstration of what you find to be important so sometimes going over these five things is important because i have these conversations with people and people are like you know i don't want to talk about money i hate talking about money i don't want to talk about money i don't want to i don't want to tell this person i can't afford something why put power words have power put put power to the to the statement that you need to make you speak truth to power you don't have the money you cannot afford it why are you going to not say that to a person? Because the response they will give you back could be determinate of what they'll do next. You're sitting there telling, not wanting to tell a person you can't afford something. You may be blocking your own blessing for help. You may have to tell somebody, listen, you know, actually, I would love to do that. Can't afford to do that right now. It's not in my budget. That person may say, you know what? It's more important to me that you do it. I'm going to provide the budget for you. The person can say to you, oh, you think it's, you think it's that? No, no, I'm paying I still want you to be, I'm paying for it. I'm covering it. It's not for you to spend money on. A person may say, you know what? I didn't know that was with the situation you were dealing with. I know someone who can help you out with X, Y, and Z. You could really and truly be blocking your own blessing by just wanting to be silent about things that you have no reason to be silent about. There's no shame in saying you can't afford something. It's not in my budget right now. You don't got to get into the details about, oh, this, that. You could just say, listen, oh, I, oh, can you do, no, actually, it's not in my budget right now. I haven't allocated money for that. It's not in my budget. It's not in the budget. There's nothing wrong with saying that. And being able to say that openly, honestly, has to be empowering because you don't have to lie to somebody. You don't owe a person a lie or a misleading explanation. Listen, sorry, I'm not going to be able to do that. I can't afford it right now. It's not in my budget. Maybe next time. Again, and you have no idea what you're going to get on the other side of that. But that fear of being willing to talk about what the issue is, is going to keep you kind of suppressed. It's going to keep you under 
a thumb of of oppressing yourself and not having any financial freedom just because you're unwilling to just speak to the truth. Just be honest. You know, and, and, and being honest and when it comes to money will be will set you free. The truth will set you free in this moment. There's no reason to keep keep secrets about this. Tracking your money. Letting the bank you're letting your money just sit in the bank and swiping your card needlessly. What sense does that make, right? It doesn't help you. It doesn't serve you. And we have to start to do things as it relates to our finances that serve us and that help us and that move us forward rather than things that hold us back. You know, and it's really important and critical, I would say, to 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 move forward in a way that's going to help you and not hinder you. So I say all that to say today that sometimes you got to kick back to the basics. You got to go back and say, hey, what are we trying to do here? Because if you if you forget those basics, you can't get through the more complex and complicated things that have to do with getting to your financial freedom. So sometimes just go back to the basics. Sometimes head on back to some of the earlier episodes and you will see that the basics will kind of help you get through the more complex stuff. I do it for myself. Sometimes I go back and listen to those to those episodes just so I can remind myself of what the true essence of financial freedom is. It starts at the basics. So thank you so much um, for listening today. If you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at um, Financial Emancipation. Follow me on YouTube and watch some of the YouTube videos at Financial Emancipator. And if you have any questions for me, shoot me an email, Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at the Financial Emancipation. Thank you so much for um, joining me today and I hope you'll be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.